Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, Star vs. The Force of Evil, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Today, Delaney and I are discussing the explosive Star vs. The Force of Evil mid-season finale, Bon Bon the Birthday Clown. A uh, very fitting name for no, yes. you know, JK, but yeah, no. High, emotion, uh, a, lot, a lot to get into. Big, big episode of Star. Uh, our last sad. one, our last one for a while. Very much emotions, very sad. We're very hyped to talk about it. And uh, spoilers, of course, for this episode and all of Star. We talk about Star every week. It's new here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com. Or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes uh, or your favorite podcatcher, uh, including Stitcher, Google Play Music. Um, okay, Delaney, let's get into it. Uh, reactions to Bon Bon the Birthday Clown. My heart hurts. Aww. My poor child star. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I just want to hold her. Like, oh, like, I just feel. Also, I think this, uh, we talked about this, I think. Oh my god, forever ago, like when the wand first started messing up, and she would have like green when she was like having like negative emotions. Yeah, it's been a while since they referenced that, but yeah. So that seems to be a thing, it directly tied, I think, major, ma- mainly to her feelings about Marco. So it might not just be negative feelings, it could be like negative feelings like that involve Marco. Yeah. Um, I'm just hurt. Like, I just, Jana was one A plus in this episode also. I'm glad she was there. Um, I'm actually like a little sad that Gosseric is now in the hands. Of are you? Ludo. Are you? I mean, Grant, I'm kind of excited to see what kind of nonsense Gosseric does. Like, <laughs> like what kind of like shenanigans will Gosseric get up to? Yeah. Like, will Gosseric just like make Ludo's life just terrible? Yeah, that would like, be fun. I'm fine with that. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm just sad. Also, I was like, actually, like she's gonna get sucked into that thing. <laughs> like, I thought they were gonna do that. Yeah, they might have done that do like a Voltron end of season one type thing and separate them somewhere. Yeah. So that was, it was a really good episode. I thought it was really, I mean, it was, I thought it was wonderful. Um, beautifully animated. Uh, it was really good. Uh, I'm just sad. Much feels like my poor child. I'm really glad they ended up not actually doing the dance. Like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. For an episode about a dance, there's, uh, one minute of the dance. dance. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, I, okay, so I think this is really, a really incredible episode. I think you could call this the best episode of Star. Um, yes. I don't know if I'm ready to pronounce it over Blood Moon, Mr. Candle, but I think it might be. I'm ready, I do think this is better than the Blood Moon Ball. Um, that, see, that'd be my number one. That'd be the, I'd, I'd Also, I'm I fine think they referenced first. the Blood Moon Ball in this episode. Yes, definitely. The, there's not, the moon. the moon didn't seemingly have any plot function. It's more of just like a signal of the Starco, I think. Yes, is the, yeah. But maybe maybe there is a plot function. Um, well, it, well, I think well we can talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk we about there. it. Yeah, this episode is um, there's a lot of typical kind of you know like uh, teen romance uh, plot stuff happening here, and I think like this is one of the best examples of a TV show doing it well. Uh, I think that the uh, the post writing this kind of just perfection here. Um, I'm I'm I think this is potentially the best uh, executed episode of animation of this year. Like, I mean, Steven Universe episodes are always perfect, but uh, just everything was very meticulously handled by director Gianca Volpe in this episode, and it was um, 
just all really incredible. And the, I mean, the writing was also good, but it's, it's a lot of basic stuff and just seeing it, um, executed so well was it, it just really, we can go scene by scene through it. I really There's love just all of it. that's out of place. It's all like really meticulously fits. done. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, even the fight scenes, which are nonsensical, I felt like this is one of our best star fight scenes at the end. Oh, I think so. And yeah. it's definitely probably one of the most interesting ones because like we have so many players. Yeah. Um, the, the tugging, the tugging star back at the end was very emotional. There's the mu- this is the best episode for music and star. Um, we actually had like a real, you know, real song at some point during this. I'm not sure what the situation was with that, but, um, yeah, just really incredible, incredible episode. Uh, We'll talk. Well, I think I'll lead with uh, what this means for Starco. But uh, just as a big fan of the Star and Marco, I, th- I was very happy with this episode. So let's <laughs> let's get into that first because we are we are we are recording this even before the episode airs because it goes up on the Disney app early and um, already a lot of angst in the Star angst. fandom over the this episode and what it means for Starco. And I think people are lacking perspective on this because um, I mean this I guess this fandom's just very young. But yeah. I, th- I think I think, this, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Too. It's like uh, we have different perspectives. We survived, um, like Makora. Yeah, and it's... I think like you. And also, when you're older and you're like watching shows like this, you're like, eh. People are very much in the moment with it, which is yeah. good, which is cool. I mean, that's what it uh, in the right now at this point where we just episode ended the episode. This is not good for Starco, I guess, but I think this is very much a Starco episode. Like, this is maybe well, the definitely. biggest ep- Starco episode of the show. Well, the thing is, this is like this is actual confirmation of like we, which we've had moments. You know, we're like Starlex Marco, but like this is like the episode. Like, this, the yeah. star- confirms Starlex Marco surely cares about him, and now she's like, and we're dealing with this jealousy and like these kind of negative feelings about it in like a much more constructive way than like typically is done. And also like, we don't have this, like, I don't hate Jackie. I think she's fine. Like, like this is great. Like this isn't one of those like, Oh, like, Oh, they're with this character. This character's terrible. Like, no, like this is just like quality stuff. Yeah. So I think the main point to, to keep in mind here is that like, what is the main like thing in this episode like what is the number one thing and i think that that is star dealing with her feelings for marco that's like the primary point of the episode like she won't stop looking at the photo even Jana's like chill yeah it's just a lot of stuff Uh, i mean yes marco and jackie going on their date is also a big thing but that's more of like background dressing for star's feelings Um, it's the framework for her to deal with this yes and i'm not saying that Jackie and Marco is kind of like irrelevant, but, um, it's much, very much like a short term thing for the show. Like clearly, yeah. like part of, uh, getting into like two characters and their potential romance is dealing with this type of angst thing. And this, like, this is a Starco episode because Star's angst is a major part of Starco. This is like literally like the episode of Bones where Bones is like confessing to Booth in the car that she's like, I'm in love with you, Booth. And he's like, I'm dating Hannah too late. And you're like, oh, crying, sad. Like, yeah. I sobbed watching that episode. Good, good. But there's like two seasons after. There's like a bajillion seasons after that, y'all. Like, we're we're just starting. Like, this is I, the beginning. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of crossover between Star and there's Bones a lot. fans. Yeah, there's I'm, a lot. I'm sure people get I'm, that reference. Sydney asks. Yeah, I'm sure. Sydney asks. <laughs> sure people, like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, Delaney. This is, the, how about a more relevant to the age group reference? This is the Ned's Declassified, uh, like, plot when. No, it's, it's not even relevant to this age group, Dylan. They didn't watch it. I, okay, well, not the kids, but this type of age show, you know, like a middle school show. But this is like the Ned Moe's angst in the middle with, I don't even remember that other girl that came in, right? And stuff like that. And I don't remember she. 
anything watching that show. Yeah, and like, I oh, Ned, come on, Ned and Moe's all the way, man. Well, yeah, like, but like, I just liked Moe's. I didn't really like Ned that much. Wow. Don't, let's not even get into that, but let's <laughs> even go there. Ned Moe's discourse. So, wow. Uh, but yeah, no, this is just how these things work. Like, this is a really classic example of this type of je- uh, jealous, like, feelings for someone else, jealous feelings for them. Really type well, which is like the best part. I actually think this is, it's really interesting because the show is kind of focused in on this this season. And I think at this point, this is one of the best examples of this type of plotline I've seen, like, ever. Well, it's like, one, like, we, we're doing it, and it's not like this, oh my god, I hate her, like, it's not like this petty girl fight stuff, which is, like, so irritating, and, like, really demeaning and inaccurate. Yeah, Starlight, and, Starlight's Jackie, yeah. And, like, this, like, this is fine, like, finally, like, it's healthy, like, this is good stuff. Because, you know, normally you're, like, and even as, like, an audience member, like, you're, like, I don't even, like, you're, like, you'll watch it, and you'll be, like, I don't even like this girl, like, this is stupid, like, why, like, it's so pointless, this doesn't feel pointless, like, Marco actually likes Jackie, the audience likes Jackie, because she's great, Yeah. and it's just, finally, like, this is what it's supposed to be like. Yeah, the show does a good job of um, getting you invested in Marco's feelings for Jackie and Jackie herself, and then their interactions this episode are very good. Um, I think like they're cute. Yeah, potentially the only flaw of this episode in an episode that's otherwise completely flawless is maybe it's too much. Uh, Jackie being like the perfect guy, a perfect right. girl for a guy type thing. Maybe it's too much from Marco's perspective. Um, Mostly it's just from Star's perspective, but you know, maybe that right. whole date, like, I don't know why Jack, a lot of, a lot of the stuff with Jackie was written specifically to be her being like showing Perfect. her why she's like Marco's ideal girl. And that's getting into some sexism stuff, but it's purposely yes. done that way for a purpose. Like, like, even though I think it might be a flaw, like it, it is purposeful to, um, establish, uh, this Marco Jackie side of the thing and Marco's feelings. Um, that being said, she, I think she mostly comes across as a real person. No, I mean, I think she does. I think there's, they're doing really well balancing this like I'm not like other girls without being like I'm not like other girls like they're like they're doing really well like she seems like a real person and I just really enjoyed the like skateboard plus dress like that that was was good the best yeah I mean the the whole the whole scene of her uh, her saying um that's what I love about you you like uh fail time and time again and always get back up like that kind of sucks and but then she's like it's like skateboarding no that's a good way of spinning that because it's like relating to her hobby so that i like the the just her saying that like i don't know necessarily why watching a guy having a crush on you for like years and watching him fail like why that would be an appealing thing i don't know if that's a real thing um but you know maybe differing perspectives like i i I, that that's more of like an idealized girl type thing statement but well i think it might sort of have to do with like laughing at yourself maybe i don't know yeah they also spend it like that too that was good too because she like i like when you laugh right. at yourself you granted know? like that's also part of it's like this show is just so ridiculous like that was the only way this was gonna like go forward because like the show is just that absurd like marco's ridiculous yeah you're right it marco is a little too. bit involving marco's character but yeah, other than that i think literally no flaws this episode but yeah big starco in conclusion let's let's get in conclusion we're getting this out of line now this is a starco episode i know we're yes. the two starco shippers but this is the this is the starco episode for starco is real so let's 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 lead with that, like because this is all about Star's feelings. Um, I think this ep- one of the great shots, uh, many shots that Giancarlo and the storyboarders have in this episode is what I made the screen cap of this, which is um, when Jackie comes over to Marco's house and they're like staring at each other in their fancy clothes, and Marco's like looking sad in the background. Um, just a really well framed shot of establishing yes. kind of like what this episode is about. Um, 
Star, uh, do you ha- what do you think of this in terms of Star's arc, in terms of her feelings for Marco? We learn in um, the sleepover episode that she does have a crush on Marco, and here it's it kind of almost dominates her into her uh, things on the screen. And um, what's okay? How about let's start with this. What's your read on her at the end? Uh, so they all get pulled down. She they pull Star back up. They Marco helps her get up, then helps Jackie, and she's sad about that. And then she comes over and saying, "I can't." And and she's like, "Oh, you think she's gonna like confront Marco?" But she's like, "I can't believe Glasswork took my book." And she's like, genuinely sad about that too. So like, my read on that is that even though Star is saying, "I can't believe," uh, I can't believe not Glasswork. I can't believe uh, Ludo took my book. That um, I think she's f- expressing her feelings about her sadness for Marco in the moment. Oh, I think it's a mixture of both. Like, I feel like this is a lot, like, I mean, Star's dealing with this interesting, like, like, dual, like, she really cares about Marco as a friend, and then she also really cares about Marco as, like, right, you know, in yeah. a romantic way. And I think this more has to do with, like, and I think we're going to deal with this for a lot longer than, you know, one might think that this is more about Star, like, she's not quite come to terms with this, but it's definitely, like, she's like, I really like Marco, and this really sucks, but she, like, like we had that moment where she was like, did I do that? When, like, you know, when they fell off the skateboard. And she felt awful about it. Like, she didn't mean to do it. And I think that's kind of dealing with this, like, I really care about Marco, but he really likes Jackie. But I know he's my friend. And I think that's kind of what it was. Like, she needed, she needed his comfort as a friend. I yeah, there's that, there's that element, too. Not even getting into, like, does it, like she's also probably feeling bad about losing Glosswork, you know, that's yeah. also a big thing. I think but. that's I think that's what it is. Like I think it's like we're doing we're doing both of these things. And I think that's was really this kind of it's really kind of mature what we're getting into. Like I think we're definitely like dealing with this on a higher level than most shows have dealt dealt with it and will deal with it. Like it's definitely this like oh I like him, but I'm not it's not we're not gonna go the typical like like stupid nonsense route where it's like I have to break them up or like all this stuff. Or like, oh once I tell him like he'll Fault, like you know whatever that not like it's just stupid like no like we're yeah. not going to do that like that's not the, what the show is going to do it, this we're definitely dealing with this like on multiple levels and i think here like this episode really is like that i care about him i really like him but he likes jackie but like he's still my friend and like she needed his comfort as like i don't it's like she's crying over both things but like i think it's definitely like in that moment it's mainly like the book and like she i don't think she would have hugged him if it was like you don't like me like no it's not like that like i think it's definitely like well, yeah, there's a lot happening at once like stars dealing with a lot and i feel like definitely coming back from the after this finale after this mid-season finale we're definitely going to be like dealing with more aftermath like she just yeah. like it's kind of like two big rev- like we had this big revelation and then like and she's dealing with like the like ramifications of her liking marco but then like also all this crap like magic stuff's happening it's so it's it's certainly such an interesting scene because um the the sequence of events and how they frame it and the, the pause in that moment I feel like is really purposeful and well done and that's like yeah we're shifting like it's both things at once right so yeah so so like it, it, they have the Ludo thing happen and then uh Mar- Star- Marco saves Star all of them save Star well, and I'm then... really anticipating Star saying not just I lost the book I've lost everything like I that's I was actually that's interesting yeah I do that a lot like I'll be like this is what they're gonna say because I'm really good at like being like oh like it's it's really easy to tell too like what's gonna happen but um here like that's not one that's not what she said but I think that's kind of that was kind of the feeling of like the hug and like you know she's she kind of has like 
you know, she had all these things. Like, you know, I'm lo- I'm just glad she didn't lose her wand because that would have been like awful. But like on top of everything, but like so she, she, I don't think she's necessarily felt like she's lost Marco, but she definitely like she, there's a sense of loss there. Like and you know, like mischances kind of. But like so there's that, and then like the book in Glossaric, and like the fact that like Ludo has the book. So I think there's like that's kind of like she that's what this moment is like this loss of like everything and i think that's why that scene feels a lot deeper yeah so this collective sense of there's there's a lot of things happening so it's they 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 pull it back then we have the hug thing then it's uh mark who goes to help him up and then there's like a pause and then starts come like i can't believe and you like see star gets and then she's like i can't believe that uh they lost the book um i i think it's certainly not a purpose you know it's not an uh it's there's no intentional um conscious things by star about like thinking about marco romantically first in that instance obviously but there's like a lot happening with the 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 like the the ludo in the book like we talked about the the romantic feelings and what she had a big day. Like, it a big was a day, long yeah. day. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the romantic feelings. And then also, I think you're getting into like the feelings for Marco as a friend type thing is really interesting, too, because um, it's like normally Marco would help Star up and focus on her just like just right. as the person that cares about uh, probably cares about her most like in the world. Yeah. And just seeing seeing him go over immediately to Jackie's uh, even even regardless of her romantic feelings. But that also compounds it is also something that. Yeah. Uh, uh, is is definitely pro- and I think that's probably the primary thing weighing on her at that moment is like just yeah. this person who really cares about me isn't you know gonna you focus on me that much at this instant yeah that's like a big and also that's just a big the fact that like dynamic. Marco wasn't there like when this happened and we've had that before like we've had fights without Marco but like this is definitely like, we're definitely in hitting like a shift in the show like this you know like. You know, she had to call him, and like the only reason, like it, it, obviously the calling wasn't like she wasn't calling him for that, but like if he hadn't seen the phone calls and the blood and the blood moon thing, like he wouldn't have come, and like Star would probably be gone. So yeah. it's kind of like that, almost like you know maybe she can't kind of like I think that's probably the next thing we're gonna deal with is like maybe she can't always count on Marco. Yeah, that's like, true. I wonder. I wonder. Could. Yeah, I wonder if that's gonna be a problem. Like, is that Which something is like, Star needs to deal with? Yeah. Like we're kind of going like this Kim Pass Kim Possible like route which in like stitch in time where it was like ron and kim get separated and like they can't like be a team anymore so i feel like that might happen here more a more pro age appropriate reference than the the bones but yeah i'm gonna uh, get asks about the bones <laughs> yeah, like, sure you will. Ah. yeah but yeah it's it's it's, it's a, lot, a lot of with the star star and marco's friendship which is the primary thing yeah lose it it's all about the star dealing with the romantic feelings but that's also secondary to stars uh, just a deep friendship with Marco. So that's, yeah, a lot happening. There's, there's a lot of elements here, and yeah. I feel like we're dealing with them pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm worried we're now going to spend, go back to <laughs> the stupid episodes. But, I mean, we will, because that's what the show is. But, uh, yeah, d- just c- contrast this episode with that, uh, with um the wacky, with the donut shop or the pizza shop episode uh with uh the, the marco janna adventures of the Ponyhead marco adventure yeah, yeah. Pony, just Ponyhead. this this show is the largest disparity in critical quality on tv like by a lot but um yeah also just in theme just it, like in quality in themes in uh you know in uh ex- yeah it's just a lot so i wish the show would focus more but yeah I, episodes like this i don't care if we get episodes if, if i don't care about the down stuff if we get good stuff like this really that's fair yeah okay so let's uh i guess let's talk about marco and jan a little bit more so um 
what do we think of uh, this scene of Marco and Jenna? Jenna coming over and then them both in their 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 uh, dance clothes and um, everyone freaking out about that, starving to take the picture. Uh, do you just, mean uh, do you, so Marco and Marco uh, and, and uh, Jackie? Yeah, Jackie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, why are like, they both? Why are they both J names? I mean, well, Jan, I mean, Janet, like Janet, is a lot in this episode. So I was like, we can talk about, about Janet too. Uh, typically, in books, like people don't have names of the same first letter on purpose. But yeah, I think that that, that might have been it. Anyway, um, yeah, that whole scene, the weird music. Uh, what do you think of um, Jackie's dress? What do you think of Jackie? Uh, what, do you, what do you think of Jackie relating to Marco in that in this this whole scene? It seems like Jackie's like aware that Marco likes him, which I guess from the sleepover episode. Um, and it seems like she like acts, she's like, I should have asked you on the date, all of this. Uh, take, take on Jackie's perspective. How about that? Well, I think it's, um, I don't think it's necessarily, it's a little jarring, I think. A little, just, just a little. Because like, granted, we've also only seen this from Marco's perspective, and it's definitely was this kind of like, you know, the typical like, oh, they'll never like me, blah, 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 blah. But then like, in fact, like, Jackie also likes Marco. So I think I think it was like a good way to we kind of saw it a little bit more from her perspective. Like she does like him, and I think it was more of like it's waiting for Marco to like get to that point where like he wouldn't like explode. I don't know. Like they're both really awkward, and they're like what they're like fourteen. Yeah, they're fourteen. I think that's I think Jackie liking Marco back. Or like I don't know if it's like active feelings, but it's more of just like a, yeah, you're cool too. Um, I think it's kind of an interesting take on this type of thing. It's like we've seen it from Marco's perspective so right. much the awkwardness that we would never be capable of knowing if she's well, this is much more. Back. Yeah, and this is much more like natural. Like this is how it's supposed to be. Like this is how it works in real life. Like it's like oh yeah, we both like each other. That's cool. Like and it's not like this stupid like forced like awkward stuff like i don't know i thought it like all of it i think was like handled pretty well yeah. it's just a little weird the problem it's just the main issue is like leading up to this like episode is just like the show doesn't make a lot of like we haven't really been like linear with jackie and like because we kind of went from like oh jackie's that girl marco likes to like jackie's actually kind of a character and like it happened pretty quickly and there was kind of like weird yeah, this is the most we've seen of her so it's it, we wouldn't be able to know before that right but yeah, I, th- I think Jackie comes across well in this episode. No, I think I, she's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, she's a good character. Like, she's like seems like a good person. Yeah, I mean, uh, she's she, a little, she's shallow, but yeah, as a character. Well, she well, like yeah, like character like description wise and like like char- like her characterization is very shallow. Yeah, but I mean, she went and like was gonna help Jana and like she seems okay. We'll just have to see more of her. Which I mean, I'm kind of excited to see more of her. Like, it's nice to have more characters. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah let's talk about uh the bonbon framing device uh we like open up on this uh, flashback with him and the trick candles this bonbon will come back just like his candles type thing um and then like the the payoff just happening like super fast at the end with him getting sucked into the portal after he like actually comes back i I thought all this was incredibly handled i thought it was really good like this is like the typical like the show is ridiculous but it was like interesting handled well and then it was like hilarious so what do you think of this in terms of the show's mythology because bon bon coming back would have nothing to do with like muni existing i know so is, like, this I our guess... ghost just real now is that what this is i guess so like, i know that was a throwaway but yeah like it was... i guess so i don't know like I mean, we've, we've had weird stuff like we have we've had like weird zombie nonsense oh, yeah, we, and... we've, i guess we've had a lot well yeah. and there's like i mean we know there's like different dimensions like i'm still not 100 percent on how like what's his name um, why did i forget his name demon Ooh. boy 
Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. Tom. Yeah. Tom. So uh, like, you don't need to remember Tom's name. He's not important. But like, so like, <laughs> is Tom sorry. from another dimension or is Tom like? Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't make any sense. You're right. You're so right. Like, you're right. This is a dumb object- objection. There's a lot that doesn't make any sense. So why well, doesn't like? I think like there's a ch- like there's a lot of stuff going on, and I feel like. If, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if there were ghosts. Like, I'd be like, this is fine. Yeah. And also, like, th- we also have this interesting framing of, like, different dimensions. So it's like, who knows? I thought the Bon Bon stuff was all really good. and um, It was really and- funny. And then, like, it really was kind of, like, obviously I hate Ludo. But that was – I really liked that, like, he's he's the clown. Like, I thought, like, all of that. Like, it was handled Yeah, Ludo is well. the clown. I don't know why Ludo – is dressed as the clown. Why does he know. know that? I guess he was spying on them, and then he knows that this is what they're doing. But yeah, that. But that was good. It was good framing. One of my in a moment full of like really wonderful storyboarding moment type things. One of my favorites was um like Ludo being afraid of the trick candles after we'd like seen them go yes. in and out a bunch of times earlier than that. I thought that, that was, was really great. well handled. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that in this episode. And it's all really great. Uh, yeah, just the Bonbon stuff, really, really good. I mean, it's a stupid framing device, but, like, uh, it's it's really good. I like that this is, like, Star and uh, Janna's bonding experiences over a dead clown seance. It's it's good. It's it's really funny, and it's just, like, so typical. And that, fla- that flashback in the beginning is really good, too. Uh, witch clown, like, all that stuff, yeah. It's pretty it's, good. It's good. Um, let's talk Janna. Also, uh, then, like, when the clown died, like, it, like, hit the horn. Like, that was, that was just, it's quality. Yeah, quality. Uh, let's talk Janna. So, Janna, main character. Janna's ever. Uh, Janna in on the action scenes fighting the rats. Um, I guess it's <laughs> Up good. in the tree. Yeah. So, uh, thoughts thoughts on Janna in this episode? She's good, funny, like, smells butt. Like, okay, Janna. Yeah, that was She's good. such a weirdo. I really enjoyed the scene where they're, like, in the bathroom with Marco. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's like a- that's probably like one of my favorite scenes in like the whole show. Like this is just so funny. Poor Marco. And like he's doing like he has his like whole process and they're just like we need all your stuff. Yeah, it was good. And Marco's one wipe, two wipe, uh like rhyme with the deodorants, I thought it was very relatable. I-, I feel you, Marco. Funny. Uh so everyone seems to be concerned with whether Jana likes Marco. Do you care uh- about that? I, well, my thing is, like, I don't think Jana cares. <laughs> like, it's like like I think it's pretty obvious that Jana's are like like it's like okay like i mean i have like you have those friends like you're like maybe like you think that's how jenna is like maybe yeah well it's one of the, it's like you have those friends and you're like if we were different people perhaps or it's kind of like they're all like you just make comments like i don't know like it's i don't know i've had friends like that like i just Jenna, I, I, I just don't really care if Jana likes Marco or not. No, I mean, it doesn't ma- matter if Jana yeah. likes Marco or not, like because Jana doesn't care. I don't think so Jana like, cares. Yeah, no, Jana doesn't care. I don't think like, Jana's like harboring this deep crush. No, Jana's like, just yeah. Jana. Like she just yeah. she's just that person who makes comments. Like like I have friends. Like you know, you're, you just have that person in the background who has to say something every time something comes up. That's Jana. Like that's just who she is. Thoughts doesn't on, matter. Jana thoughts doesn't on care. Jana's role in the show now. Um, she's just like hilarious. Also, main character. Yeah, just now. Main I character. think we're going to see a lot more of her now that we kind of have this like separation because I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Marco and Jackie, not necessarily separate, separate, but like we're going to see a lot of Star and Jana without Marco. So I think that's kind of where we're going, and I think it'll be really interesting to have this like girl time and see what happens. That'd be interesting. Yeah, we did one major episode of that. This is another big episode for the two of them. Um, Star, Jackie, Jana, Marco, Love Square. Yes or no? No. No, I agree. The, the fandom wants this to be a thing, but I don't know about no, that. No, that's just like the most. It's too much, too much. 
Like, love scores are fine, but I'm just like, leave, I just, leave, leave Jen out of this. Like, yeah, I, I don't and, unless let, this, let unless Jen this, be. the only way this would be great is if uh, this was a square with Jenna liking both Marco and Star. Yes, but then that would be really fun. That'd but, be quality. Yeah, no, I don't. We, Jenna can just be Jenna. Um, yeah. what else we got here? So thoughts on Glosseric in this episode? Uh, I just feel bad for Glosseric. Shockingly, I don't. I, hate I don't feel. I don't feel bad. For- I don't know. It's in. Inter- oh, I thought it was like really funny. Glosseric, like the whole scene where it was like, "Hey, Star, do you need this spell?" And, like he's like, she's like not paying attention to him. He's like, "So I can just do whatever I want." And then he just like needs the fire. I'm like, "You can make a fire. Why did you have to burn a page in this spell book yeah. that's been around since like forever?" Yeah, I to be honest, I didn't get that scene first viewing. I got it second well, viewing. It was but, cool. Yeah, he just I thought he was like, did he want to like use the spell? But no, he just like wanted to burn it. So he's like, is this spell useful? No, I just want to burn it to make a fire because I'm cold. Yeah, like it took a minute. Like I yeah. was like, like it took half of the scene for me to figure out what the heck was going on. But yeah, that was good. Uh, the nose debates about the maggots. That was pretty funny. That was really well. That was another good story burning moment. That was really well placed in the background. Like that's the only dialogue in that in that like minute or two yeah. minutes. But it's the focus is how Star and her feelings. Like even though that's the dialogue that's being said, that was really good. Which is quality. Um. Yeah, Glosseric. Uh, and it seems at the ends, like why does Glosseric have to follow Ludo's orders? Because he controls the book. I don't know, like, and also, like, we have this, we we have this idea of Glosseric, like, being separate, because he, like, talks back to Star's mom, so, like, I feel like he maybe, like, just be, like, acting, kind of, I don't know, we'll have to see more, because, like, we, I mean, we know he's, like, is independent, and he's not actually bound to the book, like, he can go other places, like he went the only, to like, the only thing that is been super established is that he is like in the service of the queens. Like right. that that's like yeah, you're right. He can like, Well, why and is the he book done? is like I mean, he's bound to the book in that the book like Star said is like it's not just a spell book, it's her family history. Mm-hmm. Like this is like this book is belongs to Star's family. Like this isn't just a spell book. So I think that's like he's like that's what he's in service of. So yeah. we'll just have to see what's I don't going know on. What to see. Uh thoughts on Ludo's role. Um. Eh. Yeah, he took so. This is the payoff. For the Ludo the wants the book. Yeah, I don't really care that Ludo has the book. No, like, well, we'll just we'll just have to see what happens. Like, I'm imagining a lot of like Ludo being like, it'll be kind of like how it's kind of like a parallel to Star, like not learning, and then like also Glosseric being super obnoxious. If you're so gonna if you're gonna keep going with the direction of Ludo at this point that he's gone before, I guess the plot line you do now is Ludo tries to like do spells from the book and learns that he's still incompetent even though he's like the directions in front of him. Yeah, like like I, or is Ludo going to be a serious threat now, or is he just like even with the book he can't? Do well, anything? I'm sure it's also going to be part of this. Like like I think it has to do with whether you have magic or not. I don't think Ludo has magic because like Star just can't. It's not just because she has the one. Like Star is descended from this very long line of like. Yeah, that's Magical interesting. Magical queens. So I, I don't know how I don't know how much the show has gotten into that distinction, but yeah. No, I don't. I don't think they they probably haven't. Well, they haven't. But like, I think also like how much magic do monsters have? Like this kind of like what's going on here? And like, I mean, the only reason he's doing this stuff is because he has a wand. So we'll just have to see. Like, can he actually do magic? Is it just like residual magic? Also, the star the star's wand is still not whole. And yeah, th- that didn't even seem to have any effect. But no. Um, it was also we we kind of covered that like in Star like we had that episode so like that's fine but like yeah, yeah it's, it's I guess, gonna come back up it should come back up again 
Um, yeah, because Stars Wan seemed like he was able to do a lot this episode. I mean, the fight scene, I thought all of Stars' spells in this episode were distinctive and interesting. Yes. Um, so she had like. Starfish Tsunami. Starfish, yeah, that was the highlight, I think. And uh, Luda's like, this doesn't look good. Uh, he is the, she's like the rainbow punch. Uh, yes. she's like the, the sticky, like she sticks the. Yes, this, which, what, whichever the animal that was, the, probably the bird, cause it was flying. And then, um, uh, yeah, I feel like there's one more. But yeah, all of them actually, like, usually Star's spells to me are just, like, nonsense, but these are, like, really interesting. I don't know. I, I wonder, definitely I a lot of care well, went into this. Well, I think a lot of it also has to do with, like, we had the episode where we went into the wand. So now we actually, like, kind of know what's going on. Yeah, now we're, like, paying attention to There's what There's a lot more context. Not that any of them, spells. not that any of them were relevant to that episode, no. but yeah. Uh, one thing I really appreciated was that Star was going to beat Ludo on her own. Yes. Um, if not for this uh, change of emotions thing that we talked about. So she's about to portal him and then it reverses on her because yes. of uh, jealousy, I guess, for... Yeah, like she would have, like she was going to win. Because Ludo's incompetent still. Like even Marco's not even there. Jana's just stuck fighting the spiders. And, has, Ludo like, has two, and Ludo has two extra people helping and him. Like and Star was still going... And yeah, and Star was still easily going to win that. Yeah. Well, so there's like I, one. There's one really like. There's one part of the fight scene where she's just like smiling and like beating everything up. Yeah, she's like enjoying it too. Yeah, it's like cause the catharsis for these like distraction from her emotions. Um, I, it did. It then does seem a little unfair with Ludo taking it. I I don't like it. Um, it, like I don't. It's not that I don't like it from like a critic perspective. Like emotionally, I don't like it, which I think is the point. Like I think it's like oh, like this is a bad thing that resulted from Star's emotions, right? Now. Right. Um, it's it, not, well, it, the thing is, like, it's it, it not does even, seem it does seem unfair to me. I mean, it is unfair, but it's also not like awful because it's not like I don't feel like it's Star's fault. Like this just happened, which I think, like in the case if this felt more like it was Star's fault, that'd be irritating. But no, I don't like it. Just happened. Ludo got the book. We hate Ludo anyway. Like it sucks. Um, I don't think it's really going to pay off for Ludo in the end, though. And I don't think he'll have the book very long. I guess, yeah. I think we're also heading towards, like, I think this might be a moment where Star's like, I have to go talk to my mom. I think we're heading back to Muni. Yeah, that would be good. I, that might be, because I lost the book. We go, yeah, that might yeah. be the next episode. That'd be good, because we're also doing the mom plotline a lot. Um, uh, we, I don't think we mentioned, st- st- I don't know if we mentioned this, uh, Marco and Jackie I literally kiss in this episode. Yes. Uh, thoughts? Uh, it was cute. It was really obvious that it was going to happen. Jackie seemed into it. Yes, she had the, um, sh- cute, they had the shiny fine. animation eyes happening. So yes, like they were, they were happy. It's good. They're cute. I'm happy for them. Are you shipping it? I don't like care, like because yeah, I, I don't know care. ultimately I don't that they're they're not in game. Like I know how this is going to play out, but I've noticed that a lot of my sympathy for Marco because I do genuinely like Marco. I think it's a lot of in the context of Star because on his date with Jackie, I didn't care quite as much about him as as normal. I mean, I care about Marco. I want Marco to be happy, but like I also don't like this is just like. This He's a lot like, less interesting to me not away from Star, I think. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, Marco doesn't really stand, he doesn't stand really well on his own. Yeah, I think so. And, like, granted, we might, that might start changing. Like, if we're going to start having him on his own a little bit more, that might start. I mean, I mean, Marco's interesting. Like, he has some interesting things going on for him. Like, you know, he knows karate, like, all this stuff. But, like, you know, I mean, that that's interesting in that, I like. I always forget about the karate boy, yeah. But like it's interesting exactly but like yeah. it's interesting in that like he's not just the bumbling psychic like marco can do th- do things on his own he it's just like they also just they don't have marco doing interesting things that's part of it too like if we had marco like doing different things that'd be fine 
we'll just have to see. Like, I think yeah, we're I, th- headed I think I think Marco's de- Marco's characterization has been inherently uh, built up with Star, so separating yeah. him is uh, losing a lot of that build up. So it's well, the thing is be- also like what's interesting about this show is everything with Star because we have these different dimensions. Like Marco can't do any of that stuff on his own because like yeah. he doesn't have scissors and like. He could. He could just have the scissors. He could, he could get scissors. Like that's not hard. But Do you like, need to be magic to use the magic scissors? I don't think so. But I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't like. I, we don't know how this works. We also know magic, and that's the other thing. Magic's being drained from the universe. I wonder how that's impacting Star's magic and like what happened. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the blood moon, the symbol of the Starco. Do you have a plot explanation for that? Yes. Um. Okay. So like the so like in Blood Moon Ball, like the moon turns red. Yeah, Blood Moon. Okay, we got that. That's cool. What we see in this episode is this waning moon. Like, this was, like, I think this was very symbolic. Um, plot, I think the plot explanation is that that's, like, that was the signal to Marco. And I don't think it was necessarily just a warning about, like, stars in danger. I think it was also more like, we're in literal danger because of this whole, like, Marco's kind of distracted by Jackie. And these like feelings he has for Jackie when like when like I think the blood the blood moon has a lot of he's gonna have a lot of power over them like based like what what was it in the episode it was like like I don't what, remember Tom like the whole reason was like if they kiss or what I don't remember like like they're like bound forever or what some nonsense right Oh yeah they oh I completely forgot about that yeah so, they're like, like bound forever yeah like they're, like there's a thing like that happened. And so, like, I oh, so maybe literally the moon flashing is Marco's like internal like uh, visualization that stars in trouble. Like, maybe he has like. Well, not, uh, I don't think it's just in her. She's in trouble. Like, the moon was waning. I think it's because of this. Like, he has feelings for Jackie, and like, but he also has feelings for Star, and like this waning thing is like. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily think it means like literal danger for like both of so them. So, do you think it was a connection, or do you think it was a representation of Marco's internal struggle? I mean, it could have been both. Yeah. But that's kind of like, interesting if they have a literal, like, physical connection with that Blood Moon magic. Now. I think yeah. they do. Like, I think, I do think this magic's going to come up again. Like, one, this is a very obvious, like, signal that we haven't had in a long time. And the waning moon, like, that, that symbolism that we had going, like, that's, like, I think this is going to be really important, like, going forward, like, this kind of connection. Like, I don't necessarily think it's going to be anything, like, super, like, physical, like, you know, like, because sometimes you have episodes and, like, people are like, oh, like, we get bound. And it's, like, physical pain. I don't think that's I don't think that's where we're going. But, like, there's definitely this connection. And we're going to keep talking about it. Like, it's going to keep happen- coming up. Starco is destiny because they have a magical blood blood moon connection. Yes. Yeah. It, in conclusion. Like blood moon telepathy. Yeah. Um, the other one of the other star spells I missed was the uh, like an ice uh, seesaw, which, like, bounces one of the. That was uh, yeah, I saw this. I saw this because um, Giancarlo reblogged the animatic of this fight scene by storyboard artist Lee Tang, um, who who did a wonderful job on this. And the animatic's pretty cool. I'm seeing that now in Giancarlo Bell plays Tumblr. Um, also, like the yeah, yeah she's by yeah that other, this whole fight scene just so incredible. And she like uh, I, I want to say even though I don't I don't I don't call it a teeter tatter, I kind of want to use it as a verb like that. She teeter tatters the spider <laughs> and it like lands in the Doctor Who weeping angel, like yes. who looks really sad, and then the spider like looks really sad back at it. It's a really great moment that animation quality. Yeah. Um. Let's get to okay. We can do Steve's feedback. Actually, pre read it, so I know which part I want to read. Um. <laughs> frequent commenter Steve. Uh. I'm more convinced uh, than ever that Toffee is talking to Ludo through the wands. Ludo is not smart enough to come up with an elaborate plan like we had true. in this episode. He might be more serious, and training doesn't mean he is smarter. 
Uh, so yeah, that's it. Ludo's more serious this season. He seems more, somewhat more capable, but is he smart enough to come up with this plan? Well, this plan, this wasn't really like a plan. It wasn't like, that intricate, right? I feel like this was just like, honestly, I think what happened was Ludo showed up and then realized this was happening. And Ludo was like, wait a minute. If I wait five minutes, like the thing also, like there, there wasn't a plan. Like Ludo does what he always does. He shows up with monsters and he attacks. The only, the reason this seems like a plan is because he, he was dressed, immediately. He's dressed as Bon Bon. Yeah, like I don't think like I don't think this is that elaborate. Like he it just, wasn't that elaborate. I still do. I still don't know if Ludo could have done it on his own. Like I know it wasn't that elaborate. But. Well, I feel like he just like. I mean, it's not. I don't think they were like waiting in the graveyard all day. Granted, the thing is, like, I we also don't know. Like, he could have had someone spying on Star. Like he could have had one of the rats spying. Like that wouldn't have been hard. Yeah. But I think like he just like we've had this before. Like he has like like when um. Oh my god, what's his name? Frogman. What is his name? Yeah, yeah. Bullfrog. Uh, yeah, Bullfrog guy, yeah. And like, he like, he would just have him like spying and then Ludo would show up. That's all that happened. Like, he just happened to, the only thing that makes this interesting is he like showed up and it like kind of went along with the episode. This wasn't really a plan. Like, Ludo, like he didn't do anything, but there wasn't any moment where Ludo was like, like he didn't like release a trap or anything. Yeah, it's true, it's true. But I, I think, I think Toffee, to, uh, we had this thing. At, I don't remember the specifics. There's been a lot of episodes of uh, to, there's like Ludo's the wand is talking to Ludo at some point. I think that actually happened. Um, yes. the episode well, like below the corn maze. Yeah, yeah. So I think it is very possible Toffee is is been leading Ludo this whole time. It's I think it's possible. I don't I know why Ludo would be like I don't think to Ludo would know it was Toffee because he Ludo no, wouldn't listen he would to Toffee. Know. Well, that's the thing, like, so, like, I do think this is a possibility, I don't think this is what's happening. I definitely agree that Ludo's an idiot and, like, incapable of everything, but... He's been a little bit focused, considering it's been Ludo. Granted, he was like that before, like, he was just always about the wand, it was just, he just never could get the wand. Yeah. The only thing that makes this, like, he actually got the book, that's it. I, and and I, he got it on accident. He like, did get he, it on accident, like, yeah. Like, he didn't, like, he, Ludo didn't do anything. So I think this is, like, I, I, I could see Toffee, like, to- I don't think he is. Um, I mean, Toffee definitely would use Ludo, and then it would be, like, I, I mean, I can see a scene where, like, L- like Ludo finds out that Toffee has been leading him on this whole time, and, like, Toffee's just, like, LOL, and, like, drop kicks him or something, like, punts him away. Yeah. You know, does whatever, and, like, Ludo's like, ah! I, I, think, I think we're going in the direction of Toffee being in charge of everything. This whole well, time. Toffee's definitely in charge of everything. I don't necessarily think he's talking to Ludo. Yeah, well, regardless Ludo of the def- mechanism, you know. Yeah, I definitely think Ludo is, like, I mean, Ludo to- is... Toffee's pulling the strings somehow. Yeah, definitely. Like, Ludo is definitely, like, unknowingly doing Toffee's work. Here's here's a okay. Here's a random thought I have. So if we go at this at the end of the season, Ludo appears. I have been controlling you the whole time. Toffee gets mad at him, attacks him. Um, could this show do the th- go in the direction of Toffee just killing Ludo? Um, it's like I'm disposing of you at this point. We're done. Uh, well, is Ludo that inherent to the show that he needs to be there in season? No, three? I mean Ludo could die, but like I mean Ludo's not. I mean, he, we don't need Ludo. Um, that's the thing. We also haven't seen Ludo in a bit, so I'm wondering if. Like, we are going to face now, or if we're just going to do something different with him. Like, I I mean, I think I did say, and I do I do think, I stand by this prediction, that Ludo will turn good. Because uh, he hates Toffee that much. Uh, yeah, that could, um, they could do that, too. He yeah. would be super annoying, and, like, Star would be like, please go away. But I think it's, so I do, I think these are the two options. Like, Ludo turns good, or Ludo's just gone. I don't necessarily think he's going to die, but, like... 
Yeah, something's going to happen with uh, Ludo when Toffee comes out yeah. at the end. I think. No, definitely. Like, I think Toffee sh- definitely is not going to have any use for Ludo, because Ludo's literally yeah. useless. At the point where he's done doing Toffee's work for him. Yeah. I think that, um, I still think the show would be better off without Ludo. Uh, I mean, I think so, too. That would be I a very think- shocking, defining yeah. moment for the show if Toffee literally just kills Ludo. Killed Ludo, yeah. yeah. Um, uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was going to say. But, um, oh, wow, well, I know what I was going to say. By the way, I want to defend my hatred of Ludo. In this episode, when Star is, like, sucking Ludo in the portal, Ludo's like, save me, I do it for you. And then later, he's, like, blasting Star's fingers for trying real. to get her into like, the Like, no, he's literally the worst. The show, is, the show is not attempting to make Ludo sympathetic. Like, I, didn't, no, I definitely I hate, hate Ludo. Ludo so. no, <laughs> like, he's the and, worst. And I defend myself by, that scene makes me hate Ludo. So, there you go. Also, uh, like, he's annoying. And, like, he just, he's just, like, he's like Peter Pettigrew. Like, there's, like, no redeeming quality none yeah um and that's the kind of villain ludo is like he's just this sniveling useless like that's a good comparison he's very much the rat type villain yeah and that's I what agree. he is like he's just peter pedigree i mean like, i guess he's a bird not a rat but you know he's yeah, in charge but, of like rats, he so. has like he's like he sucks like he can't do anything and then like he's not even threatening and then yeah, he's just a punk. That's the problem. Um, it, not that this is like a valid, like, moral, uh, uh, viewpoint, but villains who are like awesome and like powerful are more inherently sympathetic than off, than villains who are like stupid, but like somehow find a way to be evil and hurt people anyway. Like, for some reason, that makes people, I think that makes, uh, us hate them more than. The- well, the thing is, like, with Ludo, like, you know, let's take, I'm, you know, I made the Kim Possible reference. Like, Dr. Draken, he sucks. He can't do anything. But, like, Dr. Draken, like, he isn't that evil. Like, he just makes things and, like, wants to take over the world, and then he just, like, messes it all up, and it's fine. The problem with Ludo is that Ludo sucks, doesn't, and then he succeeds occasionally, and that's yeah. why it's irritating. Yeah, like, Ludo, like, yeah, Ludo... And it's never, talk. like, on his own merit. Like, he doesn't succeed because, he like, something else happens, and that's why he succeeds, and that's what's really irritating about it. Ludo Tatafi is a good ex- is is the Harry Potter one was good. It's Peter Pettigrew to Voldemort, and yeah. it's just like I, even though Voldemort's way more evil. You I know, mean, Voldemort's like literally he's literally Hitler. evil. He's, I mean, he's still a, he's a better character. Like he's, yeah, it's just not he's not a better character. He's a more sympathetic character. Like even though he's pure evil, he's just yes. not sympathetic. But you know, you just like he's more interesting. So well, you're I like, oh, you're actually a villain. Yeah, Ludo's in that like. Uh, yeah, the conniving territory, or I don't know, that's a good Ludo's just know. annoying. Like, He's it's just annoying. like, go yeah. away. Anyway, the people are annoyed at us hating on Ludo. Let's, uh, one more thing from Steve's email. Um, great mid-season finale. Uh, I put this right up there with Day of Black Sun and Mirror Gem Ocean Gem as a great mid-season finale. Um, I think those are good, iconic animation, recent animation mid-season finales. I think this is in the territory of those two episodes. Like, these are, those are three, these are three of kind of these, uh, a very extremely well executed uh, recent animation mid seasons that that I'd say. I mean, obviously, Day of Black Suns on its own level, but yeah, um, that's my I, thing. I, I was like, eh, I'm like, eh. I think this is I think this is as good as Marriage Emotion Gem, and that's those two are great episodes. Wait, it's and it's good as what? Steven Universe, the Lapis season one mid season finale, Marriage Emotion Gem, like oh, the okay. first time we see Lapis. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think I do think these are on the same level. I don't think this is on the same level as Day of Black Sun, but yeah. This is definitely like, I mean, it delivers emotionally. It's pretty. Like, this is, I mean, this is definitely like a solid mid season finale. Like, this is a great mid season finale. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I want, I want a week or two to ponder this, but I might, I think this might be the best episode of Star. Uh, well, perhaps, yes. I, I do think it's definitely better than Blood Boom Ball. Like, I think, they, like, 
See, that's my number one. So that would be the harder one. I think I, this is better like, than I think uh, this is better than Mr. Book. Candle. By the way, Dead Black Sun Part One, directed by Giancarlo. So there's a similar. There's the the same director it's... on half of half of that. So that's good. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got, Delaney. What 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 didn't we talk about? I feel like we've covered. I hope all so. Of it. The Starco. Um, Starco is real. It's this real. Is It'll happen. Okay, let's check in. Uh, Star Marco and Star Kiss by the end of the season. Yes or no? No. Yes. Yes. No. It's happening. I'm no. telling you, it's happening. It's not happening. It's happening. They had Jackie and Marco kissed here. It's ha- well, least- yeah, Jackie and Marco kissed, but like my thing, the only reason I think that's going to keep us from this is like all this other stuff that's going on because we got bigger fish to fry right now. So I think that's why it's not going to happen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be I, I, you, you said the finale before, and I think it's true now true because it's going to be uh, Avatar Book One finale where all this action stuff happens, and then they come together at the end, and then there's the Katang hug. Except it's a kiss for Star and Marco instead of a hug. It's the post battle uh, romantic moment. I think that's what this is going to be. Perhaps I don't know. Like I, I also see this where I think we're kind of heading toward this finale. Like I don't know if things are going to get resolved the way we think they're going to get resolved. Because like this show keeps me on my keeps me on my toes, and because like the show does like whatever it wants. So I, I mean, I'm not saying we're going to a blow up the world finale. I sound like Dylan talking about Beach City, but um, yeah, yeah, you do. I think no, because Toffee's going to come out of the 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 grass or the woodwork, or whatever, and he's and things are going to change. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, what's so happen. I think like we're gonna. So I don't. That's why I don't think. Like I think we're we're in definitely a like turning point. And I think the finale might be this kind of like shift in like our universe. I'm so telling I you, know they're gonna kiss. Ha- hashtag Starco kiss this season or hashtag no Starco kiss this season. Yeah, Who's right? I don't, Let us I don't know. Think. I, it's happening. I'm telling you. Exactly. I don't think it's gonna happen. The only thing, the only thing that makes me skeptical is that even though this is a mid-season finale, this is episode 14 of a 22 episode season. So there's only eight episodes. That's why this. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, like, we don't there's not that much time. time yeah, and if and, they like, crap, if they crap around yet. with the comedic episodes, then there might not be enough time to get there. Why I think it'd think, be a like, great. I think this would be a good narrative point to put. Even, you could also put it in the season three. But. Even if the next eight episodes were all narrative and we didn't have, as you said, like a dumb episode. I'm not saying they need to be dating at the end of the season. No, but I know, I but I just, I kiss. don't think, I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh man, I, I just don't, we I, don't have time. We have to get through. You're all doubting this, like, the other magical. Stuff. How are you doubting the Blood Moon uh, connection? It is the inherent Starco. It is the Starco. You literally didn't even know about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you brought, I brought it up. <laughs> I forgot. But that's dude. fine. Look, you're uh, doubting them. You're doubting them. But I just hashtag Starco yeah. kiss. Hashtag Lenny's right. No, that's not that's no, it's the no okay, you could hashtag Starcos this is the season or hashtag Delaney's right. There you go. There you go. Um so this was billed as the winter finale. This was as marketed as that. Um in TV parlance, that means that there'll not be another episode this calendar year. Yes. Um even though it says winter finale, it could be back in January because that's kind of spring season. Yeah. But it also they all it's possible they mean March, you know, would be the next Let's episode. See. Like so, but at the either at the very least, no new episode for yeah. at least five more weeks or six more weeks. Um, so that's very sad. Uh, but yeah, we'll see when it comes back. I've heard no no word on specific dates, but Disney actually does plan things out in advance, unlike the other two animation networks. So, uh, we will actually know probably a few weeks before it happens when it's coming back. 
Um, I'd like to at some point in our because uh, these shows are going to start. All of our shows are going to be off the air after the first week of December. I'd like to do a uh, not that we need to do star roundtables every week, but I'd like to do a midseason check in. I'd get we can bring back in Justin and Michelle, and we can have a uh, thoughts on the season so far. Thoughts uh, and have like a shipping debate too because they're the anti Starco. So I want to, I want to, I want to get into this. <laughs> So that's that's our we look look forward to that at some point within the next few weeks or this podcast. Okay. Um yeah, check us out overlyanimated.com. Uh let us know what you thought of this. Uh all of our thoughts on this episode, uh YouTube comments, uh hashtag Delaney's right. Okay, we well, leave the hashtag. Uh subscribe to us on YouTube if you're listening there. Um check us out, uh comments on overlyanimated.com or Tumblr asks, all of that is a great way to get in touch with us and leave your feedback on this discussion. Uh consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to our patrons, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Rand, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jay, John Finish, and Victoria and Katrin. Uh aka Fever, Mitch Gunner, see Big Exchange, Nathan Philly, and Buzz like your mailman. Red Rose, Johnny Varro, Brian, Cook Cat, Needle, Diamond Day, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, Skylark, Patron, Catron. Uh, one last thing I guess I want to say is someone sent an ass saying, ignoring Steven Universe, what of the shows you cover is the best one? Like, interesting. Okay. And I don't think that there's a clear answer to that because the choices are, uh, Star, Ruby, uh, New Powerpuff Girls, um, uh, I don't know what else do we cover, but th- there's a lot of shows we cover that are off the air right now. Um, um I would, I actually think I have an answer, uh, at least for me that I think. You know, like ignoring Steven Universe because I think you know, oh, and Miraculous Ladybug. That's the yeah. One, I was about yeah. to say Ladybug, um, but like that's not that. That's my answer. But like for me, like you know, again, ignore. Like I do think the best show we cover is Steven Universe. Yes, that's, that's that's clearly true. But ignoring is, those of the five that are currently airing, I Ladybug, actually, Star, Powerpuff Girls, and Lady, and I don't know, Star, it, and Ru- know. like I think and Ruby. Yeah, I think it's actually the show. I think it's Star versus Forces. Uh, yeah, that was my answer. It's Star. Star is the second best show <laughs> we cover. Star and um. I think it's like animation quality, like it's just there. Like it's, I mean, animation quality wise, I think it's just as good as Steven Universe. Um, you could argue the show is better production than Steven Universe. Than I, yeah, I think perhaps, like, what well, I think it's kind of like this, a this episode thing. specifically, I would say, yes. is the best animated episode of the year of Steven. Yeah, Universe. I would agree. Um, Ruby is just like no. Um, <laughs> what, Ruby, Ruby's good, but it's not. It's a slightly below the. Like level. just what you like, what you want out of a show, and like what we want out of like our current animation star kind of mm. delivers on most fronts. Yeah. Um, and of course, like you know, our social spin. Um, star doesn't quite deliver on some fronts there, but um, I mean, compared to Ruby, it's ten times more. Compared though. to Ruby, yeah. Star has everything. Yeah, I think Ladybugs in this in this. Uh, tier of quality i think it's less it doesn't it's as not hit these highs there's no there, it's not as consistent well i don't think star is consistent at all but i don't think ladybug has had an episode that is as good as this episode not even close like even origins like origin is nowhere near this level and we just and, like ladybug ladybug could be there but it's not yeah that the show that i'd put second to as the non-su uh shows that we cover to second to star i would put new powerpuff girls yes. which i think is more consistent than star like i think oh, definitely. i think new powerpuff girls is consistently high quality stars not but again it doesn't hit the highs that the show hits yeah like powerpuff girls is highs. great and it's wonderful. It's just it. It's it, also in its first season. It it's also time, in its but, first season. Yeah. Also, I mean, we do. It is. It's new. It is a new show. But we're also dealing with like. I'm not ranking it less just because it's like not because it's established new, characters. But it and is. Established it's established property. characters. Yeah. And they're doing really unique, different things with them. Like I love yeah. these Powerpuff Girls more than the old Powerpuff Girls, and someone out there is about to burn me in effigy. But, like. I do think like that's true, but Star is you know original characters and they're amazing. 
So I think it, I actually think it's pretty, that was an easy question, actually. I think Star is definitely like the best show we cover outside of Steven Universe. Yeah, it took me a while to get there, but like, Star, I think Star is a genuinely high quality show. Like, if you'd asked me a year ago, I would have been like, I don't know. But um, like, I don't even, I don't think I could have answered this question. Like, I'm starting to think about my top 25 episodes of TV of the year article that I do every year. And um, I think that this episode and Mr. Candle will be in the top 25. So that's two episodes of Star. That's like, that's great. Two episodes in the top 25 episodes I've seen this year. That's a lot of episodes, y'all. That's a lot. This show is very good. I mean, again, I'm incredibly frustrated that it's very inconsistent, but I also don't. It's also the type of show where I don't really care that much if right. it's inconsistent. Well, it's like so. I also um, I had a friend um, friend's little brother text me recently and he was like, what's that show with the girl with the um, devil headband? And I was like, that's Star. And like, like maybe even six months ago, I would have been like, I covered on the podcast. It's okay. Like, I like it. It's fine. But no, I was like, you need to watch this. <laughs> like, like yeah. So like that, I mean, that's how much like this show is great. And I definitely, this definitely, this question had been asked six months ago. I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, this could, this could be a separate podcast, but is star must watch animation right now? We're the animation podcast. Is Ruby must watch animation? No, no. Is ladybug must watch animation? I mean, I would uh, say it's, it's, I would say it's super fun. Like, it you could should, be, but no, like, if I you think, like I think, superheroes. Yes. Yeah. yeah is this show must watch animation? Potentially, yes. Yeah, I think so. It might be, yeah. We'll find out. Like when I first started, like when Dylan was like, "Hey, we're gonna cover Star," I was like, "Okay, I've seen an episode or two of that. It's cute. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch." And then I was like, "Now I'm like, I love this show." Like this, this season, this season, I was I wasn't there for a while, but this season is better than season one. And no, season like, one I think, was already like, good. We're not even like. Like, it took me to get to a certain point. Like, I mean, granted, I was watching season one, and I was like, I really like this show. Like, I'm going to keep watching it. Like, I got to that point in season one where I was like, even this show started getting terrible, I'd still watch it. Like, that's how invested I was. And now I'm like, this is, we're not even, like, at that point. Like, like we're not, I mean, yeah, we're, like, over halfway in season two, but, like, season two is just, like, le- it's, like, head, shoulders over season one, I think. Yes. If you want to look at this as a broader perspective, I think Star is a clear top five American animated show right now. I mean, there's other shows we don't cover that are not airing. You right. have to consider Rick and Morty, Voltron. Right. Those would be ahead of this. And uh, and um, Steven Universe, those would be the yes. top three. And then, you know, you have to consider Adventure Time. And then, you know, but this is right in the running with those. Uh, I can't rank Adventure Time. Yeah, you don't watch Adventure Time. But yeah, I think this could be number four or number five best American yeah. animated show right maybe now. That'll be, that'll be something maybe we, we will look into while we're kind of in our off season. <laughs> Yeah, like no, yeah, because everything's gonna be off the air. So yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe we can, maybe off, we can so. do that ranking of American. Yeah, that'd be cool. So. Okay. Um, good question. Good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, good, good Anon. question. Anon from a while ago. Um, uh, what did I, did I already do the patrons? Yeah. So yeah. few upcoming podcasts. Oh yeah. So the last thing I say, we might not have a podcast. I, I'm, we're gonna try to get something, but it, like there might be nothing until Ruby, and even Ruby might not even be new, and then Star's not new. So then there's nothing until that Steven Universe episode. But we'll have something. But we'll uh, yeah. No, we're starting the off season here with shows. Um, so. I might be a little absent, y'all, because I'm in college and it's like the most right now. But yeah, you're about to have, you're about to get into exams, right? So. I, yeah, I'm about to like <laughs> I get back from Thanksgiving. It's like I think a week, dead week, and then finals. So yeah, so we'll, see. I'll, we'll throw we have we'll, we'll throw things together. We have stuff to talk about anyway. Thank you guys. Uh, yeah, let us know your feedback on any of that. Do you agree with? Do you agree? Star top five. Uh, well, we can get into that later. But Star is a must watch show. That's more pressing. Uh, yeah, let us know. Do you yeah. want us? Do you want to hear us talk about it? I mean, I'm sure if the people who are uh, oh, well, like I listen topic. to Star, like yes. yeah, I'm sure the people who are listening to Star and be like yes, but yeah. Also, just Star. I'll, but oh, the other, I guess the only thing I want to say, Star is in this territory of Ruby for me now of like shows I genuinely really care a lot about and think about. Like I, it's like will would I read a fanfic of this show? Like um, Star is potentially yes. 
basically. Uh, Ruby's like potentially yes. I mean, I have read fanfiction of Ruby. The reason I don't want read fanfiction yeah, of Star have, is right, they are yeah. too young. No, I don't want to read y'all's fan. I'm sorry, I don't. No, don't I'm twenty. The, there's, no. there's don't. Okay, well, I guess it's like twelve year olds right now. That's, yeah, that's the thing. The like yeah. the, the problem yeah. is like that's all the fanfiction is, and I'm like nope, nope. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, yeah, good stuff. Let us know any of that feedback and um, last thoughts, Delaney. I just stars great. This was a wonderful. I'm really sad yeah. that like we have to wait so long. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, shows go off, and I'm like, I can wait. I'm nope. I'm like, we're a star. Yeah, sad. No more star. I'm glad we had an extended discussion here in the meantime, though. So that's good. Extended star podcast. Thanks, guys, for listening. Let us know if you made it uh, this far <laughs> in your feedback, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.